Hello, welcome to our brand new podcast, The Podcast of Things. My name is Ed Mudd, and I'm joined by my co-host, George Murphy. Hi, guys. This is our very second episode. For those of you that are new, I hear you all saying, what is The Podcast of Things? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Podcast of Things is basically uh, a podcast about things. So <laughs> the idea is that we bring you interesting facts, hobbies that we've been trying, and just give you an update on kind of things going on in the world i suppose yeah our lives are quite quite different but there's always quite an overlap and hopefully we can build on those different perspectives and sort of just try and bring you something unique each week like something you can try something you can read something you can do or something you can sit there and shake your head out while we talk about for 15 20 minutes each like it's just something for a bit of flavor during lockdown and it might not even be great flavor but you know it's better than nothing well at least we enjoy it yeah exactly that's the the main thing anyway without further ado let's crack on So George, uh, the thing of the week, our thing of the week. What is uh, what is yours this week? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I'm trying to stay away from science. I did science last week. Unfortunately, with my job, I'm kind of it's just it's all I can think about. However, <laughs> I've I've instead removed the science part of my job, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about teaching, but more Ooh. specifically, remote teaching. Okay. Um, again, it was an article I found on New Scientist, um, and I just thought it was quite pertinent. Obviously, there's a pandemic going on, lockdowns going on, um, schools do not know if they're closing again. Um, irrespective of that, I had to teach at home for six months, so did thousands of other teachers, so did millions of kids. Um, so, if you're a parent or a grandparent or a carer or a teacher, like you've already got this perspective, you've witnessed kids being taught from home. So, it's quite a universal, quite a familiar thing for a lot of people. Um, but I found the article really, really interesting for the single fact that it covered a lot of worries that we were that we have experienced. Um, the articles will be probably linked in the description, if not on our social media and stuff like that. Um, but basically, it was saying how over the last 20 years, as the internet itself has, has developed and grown into this self-sustaining autonomy, um, that the need for face-to-face education seemed like it was going to run out. And I think in the year was 2050, they expected that a lot of major universities would close and everything would be done remotely, which makes perfect sense. Um, even now, you can do courses online and get certificates and you can do the open university. Um, but it was the contrast that they were looking at. It was the expectation from 15, 20 years ago compared to the reality that was thrust upon us in March. Um, And it was, you know, they made some really good points. They missed out a few things, but I think they covered quite a few bases. And all I wanted to speak about really was the importance of face-to-face interaction. Um, And maybe on a wider wider scope, um, just in a society where we are flooded with information, it's 
important to realize that information needs to be delivered in a certain way um it's fine to be able to read stuff to watch videos but without personal connection and um, like nuanced little bits and bespoke tasks and things like that information can often fall on deaf ears and this is this is also assuming that the kids are actually paying attention and they're not just playing fifa or fortnite which in fairness i would have done the same thing yeah um, i think i would as well yeah it's more i just wanted to bring up the point that people learn differently not just kids everyone um and i suppose i am biased in this and it's quite clear my standing comes from the school should well it's not clear actually gonna say it now the school should close um it is an obstacle but we need to hold on to the sanctity of the future it's already screwed over one generation of year sevens uh, year 11s the next generation are being heavily impacted but you know it's going to get worse schools are going to start snowballing and once it starts snowballing the government is going to be forced into action again um but the article was yeah it was really good it was just talking about how we need that human interaction in order to achieve basically anything and remote learning as good as it is and shout out to things like oak academy uh, sam learning educate like all of these really good things that are put into place they've got a lot of shortcomings and this podcast is about connecting things we're going to talk about the internet of things later and perhaps there is a market there for just streamlined i don't know but it's hilarious that skype had like a 10-year head start on what we're doing now we're sat on zoom right now skype had a head start and literally fumbled the ball at the one yard line yeah um to zoom and classrooms and teams and all of this stuff um but yeah, I just I just wanted to bring it up. I don't really have a point. I think my point is that it's important that people keep interacting and doing what we're even what me and Ed are doing right now. We're just sat, we're having a chat, we can see each other, and I feel like that needs to be sustained. And people in lockdown right now, whenever you're listening, we're still gonna be in lockdown. Um <laughs> yeah, just probably. maintain that social interaction because it's really important. And I don't yeah. mean just with learning. I just mean so you don't lose the plot because you will. Yeah, I I know. I I think it's really interesting, and it's actually you hear a lot. You've heard a lot in the news about, um, or I certainly have about about the the parent side of things, and it's quite interesting to just kind of get your take on 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 how difficult and how or how easy it has been as being a teacher, or how different it's been. Um, I certainly, you know, I don't I don't have a, a child and I'm not a teacher so I, I can't weigh in either way um, all I can say is that we as you said we were thrust into the situation where we where we I had to work from home on on a Monday I was working in the office and on a Tuesday I was working from home for now nine months well, you still are months. now yeah yeah exactly so um, and I think I think it's actually been really important for uh, mental health and the ability to kind of really stay grounded and actually reevaluate our our life our life choices, I suppose, and or what is important in our life. I certainly don't think that um, going back to the office full time is is gonna is gonna be a positive impact on me, especially if I have to commute for an hour and a half. Um, but however, there are there are things that you do have to consider, like the face to face interaction. I know that I have been extremely lucky in my job that I had a year and a half of face-to-face interaction with my team and 
and that has been hugely beneficial to the way that I can conduct my work now. However, there are other people in my team who started literally a week before lockdown or even yeah. started the day of lockdown and they have really struggled to uh, posit- positively, you know, positively enforce themselves in the team, do a good job and are reliant on people who, are, who have been here in the team to, to help them as much as possible. Um, and especially, you know, I, I'm quite experienced in my job and the nature of my role is that there and the nature of the business that I'm in, which is legal, the legal business is that there are trainees who come in quite often and it's part of my job now to to help them and assist them and you don't appreciate how difficult that is virtually because you've never done it before when i when i first started i could literally walk up to someone in the office i could walk up to my colleague in the office and have a chat for 30 seconds whereas now you have to you can't there's no there's no immediacy you no. have to everything you've got has to be arranged you've got to rely on replies from emails or yeah i don't know what people do and people who've got childcare at home and they might yeah. not be accessible for an hour and just yeah. like you said, I've had friends that have started new jobs in completely new fields that have been working and training and doing courses for like eight months, and yeah. they they haven't met anyone yet. And yeah. that's got that's got to be really really tough. Yeah, and I think I think that's I think I mean we're kind of straying from the point of 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 the teaching side of it, but I think that's I think that's the the personal interaction and I, it is really important. Um, and I don't know w- w- kind of how you feel. about how how has it impacted has it made you a better teacher or or i think aside from because i'm quite new to teaching this is only my second year so but after coming back after lockdown i honestly thought that i'd have forgotten how to teach but yeah for certain students who were sat on teams with me three days a week every week for however long like the relationships that we built up have really solidified especially with the now year 11s yeah like because not only did they appreciate the work that i was putting in but i appreciated them turning up three times a week for an hour like and they did not miss anything and that's really helped um it's made me a better teacher in the fact that i can see really clearly now what kids don't understand just from talking yeah and no matter how much i can lecture and i'm quite a good public speaker now and like i'm a, I'm a good at that part of the job regardless of that i now know what is going to be missing and it yeah. is the nuanced little things and it's silly things it's it's things that kids have got in their head they're misconceptions that they've already got and they've brought, been brought up with or they've missed in school maybe they missed a day in year eight and now that's impacting them two or three years later yeah and it, it's just being very aware of everyone's experience is different and mm. they do teach you that when you learn to teach of course but i've now got a deeper appreciation for that that kids are so different and they are every kid is dealing with so much else outside of school yeah. that when when school was then made ancillary to the rest of their lives which you know is the opposite of what it normally is some of those kids still turned up but yeah. most of the kids like 80 90 percent still try to do all the work they still try to start and the kids have got a new appreciation for learning i've got a new appreciation for teaching and i think they enjoy being at school more now mm-hmm. and i yeah, don't know I, how long that's going to last but no i don't i mean i don't think it's going to last a long at all i think you know with this the vaccine that's you know looks positive i think there's going to be it there's going to be is a return to normality sooner than perhaps we 
envisaged i don't know i'm not a scientist i'm not an expert but it certainly seems that way and i think we'll we'll, we'll wait and see um i think that the, the the good thing you know the point to pick up on is you said that it, it's school is ancillary to the rest of their lives and i think that's the same in the working environment you yeah know? like i i stay i'm at home the whole time i i'm really conscientious with my work because i'm you know I, i'm still working i'm still getting paid but actually that's I mean, I, I still, I, I'm at home. So it's kind of, it's, it's a weird concept. And I think, you know, you, you you have to disassociate yourself, but it, it's difficult. And I think it's a good, I think it's a good, I think it's a good point. And it's, it's, it's something that I wasn't expecting this podcast to be, but it is, um, you know, we've talked about this kind of stuff and I think that's really important to do. Um, well, so, we're, I mean, we're talking about, which, what, the point of this is we're talking about our lives. Yeah. And it just so happened that there was an article today that really summarised everything we've been going on for almost yeah. a year um well it's a it's a thing of the week but also the the, the thing of the year I yeah suppose. it kind of is that that could be a thing we do in, at the end of december is like the thing of the year <laughs> yeah <laughs> noted. No, noted, noted yeah um yeah i'm that's that's me like i that ended up going on off on a massive tangent but i was kind of hoping for that yeah like, no yeah. I, I think so and I, I think you know we we um we are not the be all and end all, obviously, but we appreciate any 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 comments you have on this, and you know we'll listen to your comments and yeah, maybe tell us t- tell us how, tell us how you have found lockdown, whether you've been on furlough, and I think it's interesting that we're both coming from the, from the fact that we've both been working. Yeah, uh, yeah a lot of people have very been, fortunate. Yeah, very. very a lot fortunate. of people haven't been working. You know, you know, our partner, both our partners have been furloughed, um, and they they probably have a very different uh, uh, aspect on or outlook on on lockdown and. and and what is what it's meant to them and how it's affected them mentally um but let's let's um let's lighten the mood yeah, uh, yeah good, good idea. <laughs> my uh my uh, my thing of the week is again it's kind of a thing of it's not new when it's not it's not um novel i suppose it's it's quite been quite common in our lives um so I'll, actually i'll try to let you I, you I i tried to guess what you were going to talk about last week let me i'll give you some some facts and figures and yeah do it points and see if you can guess um i'll give you words okay to see if to see if you can guess what i'm going to be talking about this week um so my first the first word is japan okay no guesses no the uh the second word is uh, cards. Japanese cards. Are you talking about Pokemon cards? I am talking you about Pokemon cards. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, so my thing of the week is it's not necessarily just Pokemon cards, but Pokemon in general. Right. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. So, I'm in. So, uh, it was my birthday quite recently, and I was fortunate enough to, for my birthday, um, receive a Nintendo Switch, uh, which I then promptly bought Pokemon Sword. Uh, or did I buy Shield? I bought one of them, um, but uh, because it's 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 been something that has been a part of my life since I was five years old uh, and playing Pokemon Red or Blue oh, yeah. on on the Game Boy on the Game Boy Color back in the day, um, and it just so happens. Just um, uh, I've also I've also been seeing some trends around the world uh, on YouTube and streaming, you know, TikTok. Um, even Twitch, uh, that that Pokemon cards have have there there was there was have been rumblings since since kind of they first 
started coming up but i feel like now with lockdown and and things going on pokemon cards have, have really hit the, f- the fore again and uh there's loads more pokemon there's loads more interest uh and there's just loads more uh, it's much more accessible you know with things like pokemon go um and i think it's just it's just i suppose that the point i'm trying to trying to make out of pokemon cards coming back is is how i find it quite interesting that that actually crazes and fads kind of are quite circular i think yeah um you know back in the day i don't know pokemon cards was certainly a thing they even got banned at our primary school yeah we weren't allowed to trade you know, no. you know like things like beyblade um you know digimon all that crazy kind of things. bones I don't, I'd, I'd never played crazy bones crazy bones never did never did that um but yeah and i think i i just see i just find it really interesting and i i kind of i absolutely love pokemon um and i, I but i've but i've never i've never really kind of got in massively into the trading when i was trading the, the card trading game because you know when i was younger m- my mum used to go why the bloody hell are you spending i don't know how much it was three quid on a pack of cards and yeah it was get, something like that wasn't to, it to get absolute trash just well, four, actually, four water energies yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and you know what you know what mum the reason that i wanted to spend three quid on a pokemon card was the potential of getting a charizard yeah and before recording this podcast i was like i wonder how much you know pokemon cards go you know the proper really rare pokemon cards go um so uh, again another guessing game for you george um, yeah go on what uh, the, i'll give you i'll give you a point you can get a cool point for cool. the nearest <laughs> okay to, to the nearest 10 grand oh christ all right how much uh what the, the most expensive pokemon card i could find on ebay within you know 30 seconds before the podcast what uh what pokemon was it uh it's a charizard within 10 grand so i'm t- i'm thinking it's hundreds of thousands and just by that by that limitation i can neither confirm nor deny. so i'm gonna say Four hundred and thirty thousand pounds. I know you're way off, um, oh. but it's it's still a lot of money. It's uh, the, the Charizard that I saw on eBay was being was being listed at two hundred and eleven thousand oh. three hundred and fifty two thousand pound uh, and sixty five cents. So it was dollar, in dollars. <laughs> two hundred grand though, and uh, it's like two hundred. So basically, it's either a house or, or a Pokemon card. Um, <laughs> that's, that's kind of that's kind of what we're talking about. Um, no. It was in dollars, and even the postage and packaging was like fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> what? Like, what is it like an armored guard? It, it, it's basically. It I, think it, I, think, I think it's a bomb. I genuinely think it's a bomb. It, it, they, they're gonna have to chopper that down. Like yeah, no joke, no joke. Two hundred so, grand. So, so I, this this I'm gonna say some words, and other than Charizard, it means absolutely nothing to me. Right, go on. So this this card was a. BGS 9.5 with 10 Charizard first edition Shadowless 1999 Pokemon base number four Hollow Gem Mint card. I don't know what that right. means. I, I, I understood I, the year and I understood mint. And I, I, I assume that's a rare card, but I have no idea. It's obviously but, like a first production sort of, isn't it? Yeah, it has, I think so. I think so. I, has I mean, to be. I can't. I. 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 I just, just it just baffled me and like that is why I wanted uh, to spend three ninety nine or, or however much is on a pack of cards. The chances of me actually getting a, a Charizard were slim to none, but I would be two hundred eleven thousand pounds richer. Oh Christ! If I had one, just like just to put this into perspective, because we're both in our mid twenties. Um, when I Late first 20s. got yeah, well. <laughs> When I first got my first like proper job and yeah. like pro- not like 
not a uni job or not like a crap job but like my first proper job yeah so like four maybe four or five years ago yeah. like are the restraint that i had to hold to not go out and just buy pokemon cards like when you're in yeah. tesco's and they're just they're sat there at the, at the cigarette counter and they're sat there and you're like i could buy this because i'm an adult and i have <laughs> yeah. comparatively more money than i've ever had before in my life so yeah. if i wanted to spend 40 quid on pokemon cards i could i didn't because i know with everything in my being that as soon as i started yeah it would be over and i would be, be that- homeless in a pile <laughs> of burning water energies trying to keep me warm that's yeah, where it absolutely. would because i, I mean, couldn't yeah. do it it, it it does it does make me want to dig out. I'm sure I've got a collection of Pokemon cards I've got somewhere. Thousands. I mean, like, and I, you know, Mum, love you. The, the 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 amount of Pokemon cards you bought me, I don't know why you did. And I think actually, when you were talking about then, I think every time I consider buying Pokemon cards, I I can hear my mum screaming at me to say, "Why do you need another set of Pokemon cards? Or uh, don't I, you, ha- or don't you have them all already?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the one. Or when I, I used to get mine from the market, so every Saturday we go to we go into town and go to the market, and there's this guy who still worked there till recently, and he'd sell like the water pistols and like all the crappy toys you get out yeah. there basically. But he'd have a big plastic tub full of miscellaneous Pokemon cards, and every single one was selling like forty five p. Yeah. So I used to sit there on the floor <laughs> in Havard, probably covered in broken glass and chewing gum, and just sift through it while mum and dad mum did the shopping. Yeah. And I'd, I would be allowed like three. And I would do this probably once a week for say like yeah. know, seven months or whatever. And I never got anything worth doing. But that thrill of what has he got today? What am yeah. I going to get? What? But the, obviously like all the other kids have been through it. Like it's a coronavirus nightmare just thinking about it. But <laughs> the, the, all the good cards have been gone up since eight o'clock in the morning. Cause, you know, well, the, even probably 10 years ago they were probably gone. He probably had yeah. the same amount of cards that he's ever had. Yeah. But I'd lo- that was that was peak that was peak for me, and I was about like six or seven probably. That was peak two thousand, wasn't it? That I mean, um, my kind of my um, yeah. I don't. I think I, I think I spent a lot of times on on the Game Boy and you know, Pokemon. What was your favorite Blue. game? Hmm, I knew you were gonna ask that. See, I really loved Pokemon Yellow, Fair. but I was too I was too young to like get into it. Is what you know when you're in that age of gaming when you're like young so you don't actually know how to play games so you're, no, you're really just sort bad of moseying through it aren't you yeah yeah uh, but i first i've completed i think i i think it was gold or silver that i first like put hours into and they were and i um they were they were they were the they were the bomb and i remember i remember always getting a nidoran and making it a nidoking. king that was just basically that was that, in the safari zone wasn't it no, you used to get you used to get them the, the they ran really early on, and then I could just basically I I used to I didn't really care about like obviously I like Squirtle, Charmander, and Bulbasaur, and even Pikachu, but um, there were there was there were a bit I thought I was really cool in doing something a bit different. But see, I'm gonna sound douchey any... now. I'm gonna sound like you know really pretentious, but like this is this was my this was my opus in terms of games was Pokemon Crystal because it was it was silver and gold, but you know they still do it now like. Yeah. One game will have one legendary Pokemon, the other will have the other one. Yeah. But Crystal mm-hmm. was the one that both were in it. Yeah. So it was like the premium version. I do not know why I had it. I do not know how I got it because I don't come. My family were proper poor at this point. So yes, I I had my Aqua Blue Game Boy, like the beautiful one. 
Yeah. And somehow we managed to afford Crystal, which at the time was probably about 40 quid. Yeah. And that, it must have been a Christmas birthday double sort of thing. But that yeah, game, yeah. I, I think probably outside of Skyrim and maybe a couple of other games, that must be where I've put my hours. Like, honestly, yeah. like hundreds. Like, hundreds and hundreds of hours into that. I, th- I remember I remember going to... Um, I remember going with my grandparents, just driving. We used to drive... We drove somewhere. I uh, can't remember. I think it was, like, t- to the Twickenham or something to see a rugby, which is about two and a half hours away. And I, re- I get really car sick. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm, like, reading or looking at my phone and I'm not driving... Obviously, if I'm not... And I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I... I I literally didn't look up from my Pokemon Gold, I assume it was, um, for the whole two and a half hours. Um, uh, and I remember just feeling really ill and I just remember thinking it was so worth it. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think that's that was kind of my thing of the week was Pokemon and just like the re, the re, the re-emergence of Pokemon oh, cards. I really liked, that was a really good one, actually. I really well, liked thanks. that. Yeah, thanks, I was, George. When you said Japan, I was going to go Samurai because I know you bought that book the other week. Yeah, well, he's not maybe, gonna, don't, 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 no spoilers, mate. No oh, yeah, spoilers. Sorry, we're gonna have to. you have to leave that a month now. <laughs> but no, that was my thing of the week. Uh, yeah, so again, with this one, let us know. Like, let us know what your favorite uh, Pokemon game was. If you, if yeah, you did indeed play Pokemon, let us know what your first generation was as well, because we were we were first gen, but I was first gen, kind of bordering second gen. So I want you guys yeah. to tell us where, either what where we were at or where at the point in which you lost interest. Because mine was second yeah. gen. After that, didn't care. Yeah, I think that I think that's probably about the same because the first gen came out in 1996, so right, that was yeah, kind of perfect for us. For, for, I was I was probably a bit too young, so I was probably bordering first second gen. Yeah, but yeah let us know. Let us know what your favorite game was, uh, what your favorite Pokemon is. You know, who did you always try and catch, uh, and did you catch them all? Because um, we, we we will care and we will argue with you. Yeah, we will. Yeah, you'll be wrong, whatever you say. Yeah. So just be careful. Be prepared to argue. Uh, I'm a lawyer, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, almost. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean that that that's there are things of the week. Uh, so now we move on to our our little little segment um, at the end of the show, which we kind of kind of type, put, put a bow on the, the podcast. Last week uh, we talked about um, we talked about a Christmas tree, didn't we? That kind of you can oh, just yeah. sit on yeah, that was good. you can you can sit on um, on your phone and just give it lights. Uh, this week I I, I I was not tasked with finding a connected device that we would perhaps um, uh, rate. Uh, before before I I pass hand the mantle over to my co-host um, and lovely friend George Murphy, I <laughs> will um, just. We we've been thinking about since our first episode about how how we're going to do this, and I think I think we've come up with a genius plan, if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> and that is we're gonna we're gonna uh, each week, uh, probably five week intervals, we are going to bring you a connected device uh, like we did last week, uh, and they're going to be our nominees, and we um, they're going to be our nominees for what we like to call um, a potty, which is um, for those who are uh, you know the un- uninitiated a potty is um uh, a podcast of thing award basically uh and uh if podcast of thing you know, p-o-t pot potty there you are um and basically we're going to nominate we have we have a nominee every week for five weeks and then the sixth week or maybe not we'll uh, award our first potty um so we had last week our first nominee was the christmas tree and this week george it is well funnily enough 
that actually works because this nomination for a potty can actually be controlled on the toilet. So that works out really nice. And in fairness, most technology these days is going toilet friendly. So, toilet. And that's great for someone with Crohn's, right? <laughs> yes, it, it does help, not going to lie. Actually, <laughs> that's a good point. So for someone that spends an inordinate amount of time on the toilet, my nomination is actually life-changing. So it is on the Bosch website, so the home appliance for a company. And it's essentially something that connects your phone to your Alexa, but more importantly, to your kitchen appliances. Oh, okay. So they're advertising it as uh, voice control cooking they can do. So you can obviously tell Alexa to turn turn your oven on and off, change the temperature, that sort of thing. I mean, obviously you can always hold, do... hold 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 the phone to I just I mean I've always wanted to do this, and if someone is listening on an Alexa, I just want to try this. Do it. Alexa, play Bohemian Rhapsody. I wonder if that. I wonder I'm if really, that. Oh, is that <laughs> my Alexa? My Alexa is actually playing. But my Alexa is playing Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Alexa, Alexa, stop! See, there you are. It worked. It worked. Oh, wow, that's that amazing. Fantastic. Good. Oh, I forgot. No. I forgot. I forgot that I had an Alexa in, oh, in that my house. Actually, brilliant. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Right. So. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Okay. So Alexa can tell you to do things, but that's that's old news. But I think what's really good is you can do it entirely via your phone mm-hmm. via your phone and by the looks of it it's quite intuitive it's not just the case of on and off like the sliders like they've got inbuilt recipes that will pre-program your oven based on the recipe you were using so if so, you wait, were... so basically you choose you choose a recipe and then you kind of input that recipe into this device into this yeah. app and then it they preheats the oven to that to, to that yeah. yeah so it'll preheat the oven and then after the designated time it might turn it down to cool or it might increase the temperature, something like that. So it's like, you don't need to set a timer, stand up, change the oven, sit back down, set another timer, etc., etc. The phone will recognize the recipe and then go on its own little flow chart of, well, I don't know, is that a technical term for, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. But it will it will follow the recipe and alter your appliances. Um, That's incredible. Like ovens, hobs, probably washing machines like i'm actually gonna look into this because this looks pretty cool <laughs> um but yeah that's our internet of things and i think that is quite a nice summation of what the internet of things is is yeah connecting multiple things across your house to try and make your life easier yeah and i think last week we had a um a quite interesting and potentially or not potentially or uncontroversially pretty it was more of a luxury than yeah. actually helpful. Whereas this week is that sounds what 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 is it what is it called? It's called the Bosch Home Connect. Oh. Um. So Home Connect is like the device, the like the appliance that they use. Yeah. Um. Uh, internet, smart ovens and cookers is like you know, and connected by Home Connect and it's Bosch. Um. I don't know if it's just Bosch. Bosch. It's just that's what turned up. Looks swanky. Yeah. Looks sleek. Um. Looks like it's just even start oh that's a good point make your coffee in the morning that's a good one. Oh, i didn't think of that it's yeah, endless i mean that's that is endless boss bosh home connect um i think i think we we've got our early front runner for um our potentially our first uh, potty award um, yeah, i quite like that one that's not that's not to that's not to um dismiss the idea of a christmas tree that you could light up on your phone no. but i think that it kind of certainly it's certainly we've, we've gone from one extreme to the other of completely uh, unuseful to but also quite fun to useful and still fun yeah 
Oh yeah, that's quite. I quite like this little segment actually. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's just something for both of us because I didn't know what it was. You didn't know what no, it was, and now no our, our thousands of listeners are well aware. So our thousands, of, and now our thousand listeners are also listening to a human rhapsody, which I'm so pleased about. That was honestly the best <laughs> thing that's happened to me today. Uh, but yeah, no, well that that kind of that, I think I think yeah, Bosch Home Connect uh, nominee number two for a potty. I like it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean that kind of wraps up. We, we I think we've we've covered most things there. Um, and so that is our very second episode done, dusted, uh, put a bow on it. Uh, you know I've put a bow on quite a lot today. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you lasting this long. Um, that's what she said. But um, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so do do if you if you like if you've liked this podcast and you want to listen to more, please do uh, follow us uh, on Twitter on Instagram. Uh, we are at Podcast of Things on both those. Uh, we we will be on Spotify. We'll be on iTunes. We'll be on uh, all your podcast available apps. So. Uh, subscribe give us a rating give us a comment you know let us know what pokemon you like let us know how you felt about lockdown and how you worked or how you found furlough um but yeah we'll be back next week with another uh, another episode yeah just before we go big shout out to um dominic Valger who did our theme music um you can follow his band y pinto um on instagram at y pinto band yeah thanks dom it was uh he basically nailed it first time. Uh, we didn't even have to uh, do, do anything else. We didn't have to ask him to do anything else. So he nailed it. Go follow them as well. Uh, shout out to them. But yeah, uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys.